Hello everyone and welcome back to the Barely Bookish podcast. Today I'm joined by Alex and we are going to be continuing on with Jane Eyre, our favorite little vampiric child. Now an adult-ish. Ish. Experiencing I mean, adult problems in an English manor house. I mean, adult, maybe. Adult adjacent. Adult-ish. She is still a teenager, to be clear. Mm-hmm. Um she is 18 or 19 years old or whatever something like that but she's just like too young and full of life to be considered truly an adult i agree but she's also on that weird because of her vampiric origins she's also on that weird like death's door where she's very old as well Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. they're jane Eyre is that perfect like really young person who just has an old soul and you're like is it because you're wise or you're just traumatized which Mm -hmm. is it Mm -hmm. in jane's case it's trauma i saw this thing on tiktok where people were talking about how uh old soul means that you were just a really weird kid (laughs) uh yeah yes 100 percent accurate as a child described as that yes Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. very true i was a fucking weirdo i'm like oh that makes sense i see it yeah um, I guess this means Jane has entered her what, calling. Is that what they call it when you become a vampire? <laughs> She's been called, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is it calling? I don't know. I don't know either. But she, I know uh, it's spelled C U L L I N G. It's got to be a calling then. Yeah. That's okay. Mm. I hope it doesn't mean something that I. It shouldn't. You know what I mean. Get in the comments if it does. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. I know this podcast doesn't have comments, but it does have Instagram DMs, and I'll respond to like the first couple. Perfect. And then relay them to me. So yeah. I like to know when I'm wrong so I can learn. I know, truly. Like, please, please don't let me slack on it because I'm trying my best. We're all just and trying I want to be best. better. Yeah, exactly. But we are on to chapter 18. So, house is absolutely full of life um but problem it's been raining and everybody is stuck inside they're cooped up they're cooped up which you know means the worst things are about to happen (laughs) yes no movie ever started with a bunch of people trapped in a old manor house and it's raining and then things got better from there (laughs) no that yeah we're at the pinnacle things can only go downhill nobody sets up on the rain be like movie time you know for some reason they're like what if we just committed murder <laughs> right what if we told each found out each other's darkest secrets and blackmailed each other about it until someone snaps and kills us perfect yeah. let's do that what could go wrong you don't always just start with uh truth or dare but the dare is tell me your darkest secret <laughs> <laughs> oh my this is a slasher movie that i need to write excuse me hold on <laughs> i'm just gonna just gonna make a note to myself on this oh you pick truth so did you kill miss wilson (laughs) right we're still playing truth or dare as the bodies drop around us why are we still playing gentlemen's agreement (laughs) one of us in this room is the killer that's right but we have to make we decided to start this game so gall darn it we're gonna finish it it's like that uh, hide and seek horror movie, except Truth or Dare. I don't know. That I've never seen, seen it. I, I haven't, haven't either. I all I know, mm. all I know, from the premise uh, I got from the trailer is that it's like this 
girl marries into this family and they're all rich pompous people of course obviously what else would they be uh and they're in this giant mansion and she like draws a card and it says truth or dare ha ha or hide and seek ha 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 and the husband looks at her terrified and he's like you better hide and then they all chase her down and hunt her that's all i know that sounds fun i'd watch that movie (laughs) i mean honestly same I don't know why I forgot the movie existed. It's on my list with Megan. I have to watch it at some point, but Uh, I also need to watch Megan because I do love a killer doll story. Honestly, that was my first horror book I ever read was a killer doll story. And it traumatized me because I was in which one, which one was this? Uh, I think it was called good girls. Don't die or good girls. Don't cry. Something a Barbie doll was haunted yes okay yeah and i was in like maybe fifth grade it was in the children's section (laughs) yes (laughs) Um, and i was traumatized and unfortunately it was the same era and time in which we'd go to my grandparents house and my sibling would inevitably play with barbies Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. So I just have a distinct memory of like reading it and looking up and this Barbie was on a little <laughs> thing. <laughs> and I just picked it up and I put it in the drawer. Just no, you're you're put away for right now. Yeah, and my grandma's like, why did you put that in the drawer? <laughs> Stop like, asking like, questions, grandma. <laughs> what is this? The Spanish Inquisition? Go away. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not traumatized. I don't know what you're talking about funny funny adjacent story when i was in sixth grade my english teacher called a parent teacher conference specifically for me because Mm -hmm. i read the shining and they found me reading the shining and they were like do you know about this and my parents were like yeah Mm -hmm. i was not traumatized but my english teacher really thought i was and apparently my had to have a conversation with my parents it was like i think this child is reading things that are a little too macabre and i'm like i don't know it's just about a hotel lady what do you want from me still have to read the shining we still gotta make that our next book yep that is that is on the list Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i still have my copy of the shining from fifth grade i want to say when i first (laughs) it is so beat to i will see if i can find it for the next one and show you because it is please it's time that i get a new one Mm -hmm. uh and reading the shining for this would be an excellent excuse to do that i don't think i even own a copy of it somehow i own a bunch of stephen king books that like people have given me because they're like oh you like to read what genre unknown here you go <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's an author you know people yeah. know people know this guy he writes books he writes books that people read there you go <laughs> that's the same way i ended up with a way too much collection of nora roberts is there like Ooh. oh you like to read no <laughs> no <laughs> i don't know a single thing about her i'm not gonna lie to you well, so, why don't, you should pick one and read it and see what happens. Yeah, I it's funny. Like, I just have all these people all the time. Like, I feel like at this point, podcast is canonically that I don't read popular books. I have no idea what's going on. Like, not only do I not know what's going on in pop culture, I wish I did. I wish I was more connected to the universe. However, somehow time has passed me by and I've just been a bystander. And I don't know what I was reading, because I read all the time, but it wasn't anything that people think I should have. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
I think the problem was is that I got way too into free books I could get on my Amazon like Amazon uh, account. Uh-huh. So I've read a lot of like indie authors. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I've like, read a lot of garbage in my time because I read <laughs> books that people said I was supposed to read. Yeah. yeah. So if you enjoyed it, more power to you because yeah. the I, the alternate path is you've got boxes full of paperbacks that you read and like okay well there's two days in my life i'm never getting back great not to be snooty about it was that a moth or a dust i think it was dust nice because we're in no, you're no. in a sunbeam a ray yeah. of sun scared me though i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> i was like what actually it was probably a ghost it's it's jane Eyre coming back to haunt us <laughs> jane Eyre reminding us that we have many chapters to get through <laughs> <laughs> it's like talk True. more about me jayner's like i don't care about all these other books listen to me right my this book. is this is my book and we are going to talk about it <laughs> jane you egotistical monster so rochester's like hey jane would you play charades with us and she's like no <laughs> no hard pass my guy hard pass and then lady ingram um calls jane stupid for no reason she's just like you're not smart enough <laughs> just the the offhand cruelty in these chapters is delicious uh yeah. miss ingram should i want a book from her perspective honestly and i say this because we got wide sargasso sea which is a book from rochester's perspective about mm-hmm. his life oh. yes so there's a don't look it up yet because of spoilers okay. but okay. Yeah. there's a there was a book written in the 70s called wide sargasso sea i want to say it's the 70s i'm making that up i haven't googled it um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if i'm wrong don't at me but it's from rochester's perspective of like when he was a younger man and what okay. his life was like when his brother was the heir before he died and then sort of leads up to the events mm-hmm. of jane Eyre. it's very good however major plot spoilers in it so you know read it after you've read jane Eyre. uh but i want to miss ingram one because i feel like she's a bitch and i want to know exactly why well calling jane a moron was from lady ingram not even missing oh that's right yeah okay so that does explain some mom is also terrible so you know honestly pov of either of them i'm okay with because like i feel like they're the same person like they're both actively awful Correct. Yes. Absolutely. You could do a thing um, where you get both perspectives in the same book. It'd be beautiful. I'm fine with that. The yeah. Ingrid, or the um, the Ingram file, something along those lines. Yes. Fan fiction writers, get at me. Yeah, get on it. Let us know what you make. I want to read yeah. it. I there's so many things. I'm just every podcast episode. I'm like, this is what I want. Fan fiction writers, please let me know. And it's. At this point, am I putting too many requests in? I need to know. Am no, I? No. You, you, no. You know how many works are on AO3 if it still exists. I haven't checked in a while. Oh, I know they got, like, terrorist attacked. Yeah, I don't know if they're back up and running, but... I've heard they are. Okay, that would be nice, because yeah. there's a lot of fanfic there. So so a few requests. I There are people out there who could do this for us. I know someone was saying, like, at the government, even AO3 can handle it or something. Like, I saw a bunch of memes about it, but I don't really know. I haven't kept up. Again, really bad with keeping up with news. 
honestly, it's been a it's been a hot summer in terms of both things happening and temperature. So I don't blame you at all. Yeah, I had a uh, work thing by the pool today. It was like ninety eight degrees. Like I was melting <laughs> actively. Actively I melting. I am currently actively melting because my AC literally exploded today. No. Yes. No. Uh, it's been it had been making a noise, so we were trying not to use it. And then my partner, um, oh, my car is also broken, so I'm the only one who can go to work right now. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> so I've been driving my partner's car to work, and she can work from home, uh, so she's been doing that. And she texted me today and was like, um. I think something just happened to the AC. I just heard a loud boom. (laughs) And uh, further investigation involved calling a lot of uh, repair places, one of whom actually managed to come out like within an hour, which was great. But he opened up the the box in the house and the fan had literally exploded like shrapnel style. It was mangled all to hell. So... I get to spend the next few days without an air conditioning, and I hate it. That's worse. For future reference, hopefully you'll never go this through this again, but I've heard that it's better just to leave it running because it's more work on the AC system to bring down the temperature. Hmm. Okay. So apparently it costs more an electric bill, too, if you okay. turn it back on. Good Doesn't help you anymore. Nope. But in case it ever happens again. <laughs> I mean, we'd all think that the right thing would to do would be to turn it off when you're not using it, but I don't know. I just saw something online about it the other day. Well, right. I mean, I assume that if you let it, you know, it's the same problem if you don't want wide swings of anything. You just want to kind of stay where you are and get it. So anyway, uh, I feel your pain. My office is 20 degrees warmer than it usually is, at least. Uh, There's a reason I'm in a tropical shirt and not a regular shirt because this is the only thing that breathes enough for me to not melt to death right now. You gotta get your partner one of those Porta AC systems <laughs> so she can at least survive. We have one window unit from when mm-hmm. we lived in an apartment. It's currently in our bedroom so that we can actually Fair. go to sleep because uh, otherwise I I would not sleep for five days. Um, Has Finn left your bedroom? <laughs> so funny story about Finn. He loves hot. So Uh he's just, like, just been wandering around, laying places. He's like, this place is so much better now. Right. It's, like, it's not at the point where he shivers constantly, because he is a tiny dog, and tiny dogs shiver. Uh, He doesn't do that. But he's always wrapping himself in blankets. Like, he nests all the time. Mm -hmm. And today he's just been, like, living his best. I'm gonna walk around and lay wherever the fuck I want life, so... (sighs) He Love seems to enjoy him. it. Yeah. He's just like, I don't know why you guys are sweating. Weird. What's going on? What is what is this sweat? Stop it. <laughs> Knock it off. When we fir- when he first lived with us, he I lived in a house with no AC, and the windows on the room that I was in were not big in or they were custom sized, so they did not fit a standard window unit. So I had no air conditioning in my room whatsoever. And like during the summer, it got, it was in Minneapolis in an urban space. It got over a hundred degrees regularly. And we would just like lay there and not move. 
And it was even enough too much for him. I would have to take him to the bathroom, turn the cold shower on and just like run his tiny body under it for a minute. And then he would like perk up and then just go back to being like, it was awful. It was a long rant about heat. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. When I was in London and they didn't, because they don't have AC anywhere. I was taking like four showers a day during the summer. I was like, I like, and it was only like the hottest it got up to was like 75 80 one day that's still that's still warm yeah and it's like i i'm fine however i feel like i stink and it's yes. like because you can never get out of it yep you know then it's like yeah all the time Mm-hmm. it's awful yeah i just i was glad i was at least on the second floor so i could keep my windows open at night because like a couple of the girls i knew were on the first floor so there's just people walking by yeah and i'm like I can't, I would not be able to have my window open. No. Sleep. Like, if there's someone there, no, thank you. Break in. I mean, it's London. People are polite there. Do they do that? I don't know. There was a big pickpocketing problem, I was told. Oh, no. Yeah. So people were like, be careful with your phones and blah, 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 and all this like safety stuff. Because it's like they sent a bunch of 18 year olds to Europe. (laughs) Very wise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, someone I knew got her phone pickpocketed right out of her hands day one. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's Cause incredible. It's like obvious because she's like on her phone looking at the map, you mm-hmm. know, loosely not holding on to it at all. Of course. And it's like they told us very clearly they're like, look at your directions and put your phone in your pocket so you look like you know where you're going. And I'm like, heard. I yeah. just won't ever know where I'm going. Right. I'm just going to wander. And yeah. hopefully get where get where I'm going. Did a lot of meandering. Eventually, mm-hmm. I got to a store. It was fine. Like, and I'm not saying that like you know it's a big city. There's crime. It's fine. Like, not dogging on London for any no. reason. No, no, no. Uh, I, one of my very good friends in high school to, was on the the band, the high school band. Mm-hmm. Took a trip to New York. This idiot wore his tuxedo out to their first outing. Mugged immediately. Just oh, yeah. like, <laughs> just like my guy. What are you? Don't wander no. around the streets in a tuxedo. I'm not trying to victim blame here, but like yeah. a little forethought, please. Yeah, please. Like we all got there the first day and immediately changed what we wore. <laughs> like we looked around, saw what everybody was wearing. First of all, nobody wore shorts, so we all ran to the store and bought jeans. And then everybody also was wearing denim skirts before it was like popular here. And mm. I was like, am I going to buy a denim skirt just to wear it here and never wear it at home? And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be a denim skirt. And then the, like I get home and like five months later, everyone's wearing denim skirts. I'm like, oh, man, Fuck. I bought it. What am I doing? You had the chance and you missed it. Yeah. It's mad. <laughs> That is, I think, that is a thing that uh, you can tell if someone's American is wearing shorts. It's a thing we do. Yeah, it's a thing we yeah. do. Especially those khakis. <laughs> Awful. The jorts, even worse. Oh. Mm. Listen, I love a jort. I love a jort, mm. not on me. I would never wear jorts, <laughs> ever <laughs> in my life. Absolutely not. But I appreciate a jort on other people. John mm-hmm. Cena looks great in jorts. Let's be real. Always stunning. 
<laughs> immaculate jort game okay here's the thing if you're wearing jorts you also need to be holding some sort of grilling item Ooh. yeah accessorizing the jort is important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there should be like what i'm imagining in my head just walk with me on this little brain journey i'm here jorts and then like you know you know dads that are way too into grilling but also world war ii Yes, I do in fact know them. I'm imagining one of those like ammo belts. However, it's just burger seasonings. Like holstered in. A bandolier of seasoning. Beautiful. There's a pocket for the grill flipper. Whatever that's called. I can't remember. Spatula? Mm -hmm. Grill spatula? Spatula? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. A pocket for tongs. Yeah, you got to have a place for tongs. Barbecue situation. And then just like some, they're doing a lot of flipping with the spatula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta Jorts. have a thermometer as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. White New Balances. Absolutely, it's white New Balances. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't think you are f- legally allowed to wear jorts without them. I'm saying, I as someone who does own white New Balances, yes, <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, jorts. I, I just I want you to know that I'm like trying to figure out a like way to smooth us into the thing, and I'm like, and speaking of our favorite jorts man, Rochester. Rochester is absolutely a jorts man. <laughs> absolutely would wear jorts because he don't fucking care. He's like no. people's opinion. Fuck them. Who I'm gonna wear these jorts because they're comfortable, and I want to grill something, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm manly. Mm-hmm. All right. Literally. I would love to see him act this out in charades. Um, I feel yes. like that would be a better addition than the weird things that do happen during the charades game. Right, let's talk about those because yeah. what the, this is the lamest game of charades in history. Yeah, so Jane sitting off to the side watching the charades thing happen. So first of all, this is the most elaborate game of charades. So getting costumes together, they're basically putting on a tiny play. Right. I think that violates the laws of charades. Yeah. It helps the guessing, which is, I think that's Not a no-no. Point. No. You're, yeah. This is supposed to be your pure, nonverbal, communicative mm-hmm. skills. Correct. And ma- I listen, I, maybe costuming does fall into that. Uh, maybe I have a too narrow view of what yeah. this is supposed to be. But you know, it's like, it's just, you know, whatever's in the fucking trunk in the attic that mm-hmm. Rochester's like, oh yeah, we had these things when I was a kid. And it's like feathery boas and sheets yeah. and, you know, a sandal that you don't yeah. have the other sandal to match. Well, to me, it's like you're playing that like picture guessing game, Pictoro or something, whatever that one's called. Um, And then one of the people's an artist and you're like, okay. Wait, right. This is unfair. <laughs> we need an equal playing field we all know what that is james you have the best drawing you sell it for money like we all know that that's a hot dog you know Ah. give the rest of our teams a fighting chance yeah james you have to tie you have to you if you're gonna draw you have to do it with your the hand that is not your dominant hand yeah do it draw a hot dog with your left hand james do it do it with your foot james (laughs) Come on, James. Stop ruining everybody's fun, you fuck. 
stop being good and having talent james it's unfair yeah. for the rest of us we don't like it when people are good at shit here get out james linda does accounting she doesn't know how to draw so we can't have you <laughs> linda is crying james she is in the corner crying now look you what you've done dog looks like a cat james yeah. <laughs> i'm she... sorry that linda didn't know how to draw a hot dog <laughs> she tried her best james <laughs> oh my god so this whole thing james is just sitting there watching rochester and ingram mrs ingram interact and she's having the worst time oh it's real bad yeah we are we are in a spiral yeah (laughs) so she's like i know rochester's gonna marry her and she's like i can't stop loving him and i'm like girl you are 18 and you've this is the first man you've ever met who wasn't actively terrible and when i say actively terrible i mean rochester does speak to jane as though jane is a human being mm-hmm. 45 percent of the time which is almost half the time so yeah like pretty I mean, he good everyone so he just talks to her like he talks to everybody else right but the mere fact that he's talking to her is like that's a good sign you know mm-hmm. he's not throwing books at her He's not saying she's a liar in front of the whole school and telling everyone that she's Satan. The bar is low, but he hasn't tripped over it. You know? There we go. He's crossed the hurdle. Yeah, he didn't take it as like a little, you know, oh, I was going to make a joke and I can't remember. It's not the Macarena. What is that called? The Hokey Pokey? No, when you go under. Oh, it's a limbo. Yep, that's the word I was looking for. Man, I like that my mind immediately went to Hokey Pokey. Excuse me. I'm in a weird place right now. (laughs) You know, it's a dance people do. The Hokey Pokey, of course. Whomst amongst us hasn't. Truly, I, today, I went to this event at work and I misread. I thought we were getting facials. Oh no. Apparently, it was kids' face paint. (laughs) And I... I can't explain to you how bitterly disappointed I was. This skin has been expecting exfoliation for hours. I was so excited. Well, we were also supposed to be able to get like ten minute massages, and that didn't happen. So I don't, I don't know if Fuck. I actually misread it mm. or if it was just kind of like one of those things where it was promised, but like they were like, that's a okay, lot. so so the facial person can't show up. Uh, I don't know, James. You want to draw on people's faces? <laughs> Only hot dogs and cats, James. That's all. That's, That's all, all you can do. <laughs> if, if you draw a dog on Linda's face, so help me God. Oh, look, James, you made Linda cry again. <laughs> this is one time not enough for you. No, you monster. <laughs> James is my new callback for this episode. Don't mind me. I'm going to try to get it at least one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in you. So, um, Jane just like straight roasting Blanche. She's like, she's cold at Adele. So she's the worst, obviously. Um, and she's like talking about all the things, all the interactions she sees with Adele and Blanche and she's, or Miss Ingram. And she's like, she's mean when she thinks nobody's paying attention. 
So obviously he's gonna be unhappy with her. Like this is very like rom com esque when like they're watching this this girl our main character is watching the man she loves marry someone else and it's like somehow this girl is the worst person alive and he's like she should he shouldn't be with her he should be with me instead but it's like why is this man marrying her if this is the worst human being you've ever met i don't understand how we got to this point i think the thing that wigs me out the most about this is that from what we've seen of Jane interacting with Adele, she's not much better. No! <laughs> like, she, she's like, this child is dumb. This child has no talents. This child can't sing. She's annoying. And, and it's just like, okay, they have some moments where she's like, I want to go to the party! And Jane's like, ugh, fine. Ugh, yeah. guess I'll babysit you. So it's like, Jane isn't the worst, but it's like, ah, her child management skills leave a lot to be desired. And yep. for her to be roasting Miss Ingram on it, I don't know that it's fair. I don't know yeah. that it's fair, Jane. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl, I guess. But like... I also want to know who Charlotte Bronte based this character on. Because so you, you know... That she did. You know she's like, oh, this bitch. I'm gonna mm. roast her so hard. I want to know who it was. It was probably some very nice person, and I'm guessing that Charlotte Bronte was just like... Like, you know those relationships where one person absolutely hates the other one, and the mm. other person absolutely has no idea this person exists? Yep. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm picturing this sort of thing, just like the, you know, look at the way she's eating that muffin. Ugh, I hate her so Funny much. Enough. That happened to me in middle school. I what? was the person someone actively despised and like told people I like bullied her. First of all, I was bullied in middle school. So like I would have sympathy for anybody that was being bullied. But she's like, yeah, Rachel's the worst person alive. She's so mean. She bullied me all the way through sixth grade. And I was like, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen... Do we go to school together? Like, I don't think I've ever seen this girl before in my life. Do you go here? Yeah. And, I like, someone told me about this girl. And I'm like, should I apologize? Because I have no idea who she is. Like, I'm like, I've literally never seen her. I don't know why she's saying I, like, bullied her. Because I literally had never spoken to her. That's it. That's the bullying. That's the bullying. You didn't notice. Rude. Yeah, I guess. I was like, we didn't even have classes together. So I'm like, how did she even know my name? <laughs> so, how does it feel to be Miss Ingram? Tell us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the wildest thing that ever happened to me. And, like, I I think about it once in a while. I'm like, does she still, like, think about me? Like, <laughs> I know her first name. I still don't know her last name. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. And it's like, like, and it's like, I've really tried to reflect to make sure that I never did anything. But I'm like, I, I didn't even know this girl. Like I had to have her pointed out to me in a crowd and I had never seen her before. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think about it all the time. <laughs> Not all the time, but like once in a while when like situations like this come up where they're like mm -hmm. talking about like people not knowing that they bullied someone. And I'm like, I, there's no way I did because like I literally never been in this girl's presence before to my knowledge 
I had never had a conversation with her before. I was like, did she, did she like like somebody I dated? Like Ooh. and told people that I bullied her? I don't I don't know. Is there like a a Munchausen's for bullying? Yeah, I don't know. Urgh. Yeah, I just it's just one of those things that I think about because it's like I've seen it brought up a couple times on like Reddit where it's like people that were bullied mm-hmm. talk about how their bully doesn't like remember them or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's like every time I think about that, I think about this instance, and I'm like, I'm I'm just like. Like, I need to know, did I do something wrong? Or, like, did this girl make this up? Because I was like, there's no way we ever interacted. Or did she, Uh, like, say, like, did someone tell her about me that I was, like, talking all this trash about her? Like, is that how that happened? Or, like, mm. again, there were, like, four Rachels. So. Okay. Uh, To the girl that Rachel was bullying in middle school. (laughs) uh, Get in the comments if that was you. Let us know if and, and please tell us because we want to know i know because there was another rachel that was a mean girl mm. so i'm like it must have been her is this a case of mistaken identity i don't know i don't know i th- i just i think there's I a ttrpg know. in this somewhere <laughs> truly i don't know I am fascinated by this story. Uh, yeah. Like, as someone I, who is not really bullied or a bully, mm-hmm. who just sort of existed in that space, I mean, apart from my parents, uh, bless them, they did their best, but it wasn't great. I love you, but you did bully me. Um, Five. <laughs> uh, I don't have a lot of experience with bullying beyond, like... Um, you know the shit you see on 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 in in it, for example. So I'm like, were you throwing rocks at people? Were you th- were you threatening to carve your initials yeah. into people? Yeah, like I was like, I was spit on before. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> no, yeah. no, I hate that. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. Push no it in the trash can. What? Yeah. So it's like. Like, there's no way I did anything like that to anybody else. And you're all. sure it's not a memory reversal where you were the one putting people in trash cans and you've just <laughs> remembered it not. that way. Okay, Definitely all right. not, because there was reports made because of like, <laughs> active bruising, you know? Okay, all right. So, yeah. we, okay. Because, like, I literally had to make a report and then they're like, are you sure that he didn't like you? And I'm like, oh. Stop. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm just adjusting to that statement, uh, and the fa- and the fact that you were <laughs> the fact that you, you were gaslit and girl bossed in like seventh grade. I want to know where she is now. I, I'm so confused about it. I feel like we have the tools at our disposal if we wanted to go down this rabbit hole. Just I only know her first name. But we know, you know what school you went to. Yeah. You, I, I bet you could find a yearbook somewhere. Yeah. I'd have to and do then we have Facebook. Yeah. I'd have to do a lot of digging. Yeah. And time this is may precious. happen. This may happen later. I'll let you know if I decide to dig into it. I think this is a great stuff. idea for another podcast. Just saying. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to my podcast where I find out all the things I may have possibly did wrong. Or did you gaslight me? With your host. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
incredible. I listened to it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Am I the worst or was I gaslit with your host, Rachel? <laughs> Me. Who could have been either of those things? Who knows? Like, I'd love to, like, repent, but also I don't think I did those things. Because, <laughs> like, again, if I, like, verbally talked all this trash about her, one, I didn't know any of the names of the people that she said I was talking trash to. So there's a problem there. <laughs> I don't think it was me. Listen, I am not an unbiased source. However, I th- I think you've probably been the victim of a misidentification or yeah. spite. You know. Yeah, because the hard part is, is like the person who told me that I like bullied this girl is not something I some a person I would trust anyways with knowledge. Okay. But like this girl did like when he told me, I think he knew that she was telling me and she was like glaring at me. So <laughs> I want to get little reenactment scenes of this done. Like I'm I'm picturing Real a whole bleachers. I'm picturing Morning. a whole true crime documentary, okay? <laughs> I'm just yeah. just pitching that to you whenever you have time. Yeah, if we dive into my middle school, there's going to be a lot of things. We're getting... It was a time. It was a time. Truly, truly. Very punk rock, but very depressing. <laughs> that is a vibe. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's pretty good, though. Um. Anyways, so, yeah. Moving past that, let's talk about... <laughs> The charades happened. <laughs> Great. So Jane decides that she knows exactly what would cause Rochester to fall in love. And I'm like, are you sure? Seeing as you've never seen him in love? No, Jane knows. <laughs> Tell us, Jane. Tell us, Jane, what exactly is it? They're twin flames. Their souls are connected. Obviously, she would know. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, I also wrote a note that says Jane sees no bad in Rochester rose-colored glasses much and I'm very proud of that note. No, it, well, it's 100% accurate because as much as I adore this man, he is the worst. He yeah, is just actively. a dumpster fire of a human being and we'll find out you know, there's more one of his finest dumpster fire moments is in the next chapter for me, uh, personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blanche decides to call Adele a tiresome monkey. <laughs> I mean, whomst amongst us hasn't called a child a tiresome monkey? I just... So like mood, Blanche, I get it, but not in front of people. What a choice, though. Like, if, of all the things to, like, throw out there, I feel like that's just really off the wall for me. It carries a certain uh disdain yeah. to it <laughs> yeah yeah like i would have think, thought she would have gone with like peasant, mm, peasant some, some, like something you see every day i don't think she's ever seen a monkey before probably not but i mean adele is kind of fancy and uh she might be rochester's daughter question mark so yeah. maybe blanche is pulling her you know rochester is nobilities so uh. i I guess maybe she didn't want to like she could always say that it was a term of endearment 
maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because the tone yeah, clearly yeah, yeah, conveyed yeah. the endearment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she was hoping that she could get out of it. I don't know. I don't know what the plan was here. Um, but then some random dude shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm Rochester's friend. Um, I'm just gonna stay and wait here until he gets back. If that's cool." And Jane's like, "Sus." Yeah, who are you? And then she's like, "She's like, you know what? This dude is actively boring looking. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, just she's another like, chance for her to just be like, men are gross, except for Rochester." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, if he doesn't have like a cute little scar or I don't know, like some ruggedness about him, I'm not interested. Jane is absolutely one of those people who has a list of very specific things their partner has to have. And as Jane notices things in Rochester, she's just adding them to the list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like they have to be extremely sarcastic and sardonic. Um, They have to not seem to like me much. Um, Mm -hmm. Square. Uh, I don't (laughs) like other shapes in my men. Um, Dark hair is good. Um brooding even better brooding is really good um just like miserable just an absolute sad sack of a human being very appealing to me Mm -hmm. hate everyone maybe even me better (laughs) excellent mysterious child ward so good so good ex-girlfriends maybe ex-wives unknown best (laughs) it has to happen in quotes, it's just experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like, at least 20 to 30 years older. Even mm-hmm. better. So good. Absolutely what I'm looking for. <laughs> I just Anyway, like this idea. guy is not that. <laughs> no. I like the idea that it's tacked to her <laughs> wall in her room. Yes. Surrounded by like M- Mrs. Rochester hearts on Oh it. my god. Like he goes in there one day and he's like, okay. <laughs> and we're out. Okay, got it. Yep. Mm-mm. Didn't need to see that. Like, do you, you, you've seen the wonderful cinematic masterpiece that is Shrek, right? Oh, yes. Mrs. Fiona Charming. Mrs. Fiona Charming. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. That whole little. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yes, I'm 100% on board. Which, fun fact. Prince Charming, from there, his that voice actor is also in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe t- uh, movie as like a little fox, and it freaked me out because I heard I saw the fox, and I'm like Prince Charming, what are you doing? What are you doing here? And that's his voice is just always going to be Prince Charming to me. I didn't. That's Rupert Everett, right? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I don't know his name. All I know, Prince Charming. It is Rupert Everett. Nice. Thank you. Amazing. I'm so glad you found out because I don't know. His voice always Prince Charming to me. I don't know what else he's been in. Okay. So funny story. Mm-hmm. You need to watch My Best Friend's Wedding. Okay. Which is Sandra Bullock and um, yes. Wait, no, I've seen this. I have seen this. Not so in a Rupert long time. Rupert Everett is Sandra Bullock or not Sandra Bullock. Julia Roberts's best friend, mm-hmm. and. 
well, best friend, best best homosexual friend. This is the one that sings, right? The one that sings. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. The scene where he does I Say a Little Prayer for You is one mm-hmm. of my favorite like mo- like impromptu movie songs of all time. It's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That used to be one of my mom's favorites, that and Princess Bride. I mean, your mom has good taste. Mm-hmm. I thought Princess Bride was a classic and I was bitterly disappointed to find out that that book is not that old. No, the book is, and the book is vastly different from the movie. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Then I will not say anything. Okay. I think it came out in like the eighties. I thought it was a classic and I was like, Oh, I'll talk about it on the podcast. But like at this point, is it not just a modern classic for our modern times? It absolutely is a modern classic for our modern times, but I think Mm -hmm. the movie is so much more of a cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. I I remember being disappointed when I read the book. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. Maybe I'll just have like a fun little movie sode at some point. That could be fun. I, I did. So one of the childhood favorite books that I was going to be discussing on Novel Nostalgia is because it's my childhood favorite movie, um, which is Bedknobs and Broomsticks, which if you've never yes! seen it. Yes. Yes. yes! Yeah. Oh my God. I I'm love Bedknobs and Broomsticks so I'm much. So good. Mary Poppins, get that shit out. That is I'm not the saying, witch for me. I'm saying don't anyway. read the book. Okay. Do not read the book. I'm sure it's that weird, like, 1950s British nonsense. Weird, really racist? Oh, of course. Of course. Of course yeah. it is. Like, instead of asking for the bed knob, mm-hmm. originally the kids ask if they could get a ring that summons a slave for them. Uh, yep. yeah yeah i mean that tracks that a hundred percent tracks but that movie is pure fucking gold oh i know i t- i was telling nova i was like maybe like we should also just both watch the movie maybe perchance i watch that movie at least once every other month or so like i just get overcome by this ab- and this is weird it was my grandpa's favorite movie and so it was a like and i my grandparents i stayed with them a lot when i was a kid so like that movie has nostalgia things going on for me so whenever i watch bed knobs and broomsticks i buy myself some worthers <laughs> and just I have a time that. because that. grandpa's favorite candy grandpa's favorite movie just settle in and like be seven years old again and it's re- it's really fun like we also watch mary poppins and the, mm-hmm. like you know the sort of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was another big one as like fantasy kids movies, uh, mm-hmm. Sword in the Stone. But like, no, Bad Noms and Broomsticks is the cultural mm-hmm. movie or the the seminal movie of my childhood. So yes, I'm, I'm here. Yes. Okay. Oh, so good. Which we still have to watch a movie for this whenever we finish this book. <laughs> That's true. We have options, but um, mm-hmm. none of them are great. They're all fine. Yeah, we'll pick the one that's got... Should we pick the most unhot Jane Eyre? Like, just to be canonic about it? Um, We could do that. I would mostly like if we could pick the most canonically hot Rochester. Ooh, that could be fun. Maybe we go that way. That's that's a little more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because then she has to be like he's ugly and square and we're like this beautiful you just 
called Brad Pitt Square. What, Wait, are, what are you doing? <laughs> I am right. I am enraptured in the screen here. What are you doing? Yeah. Oof. I just heard that apparently the whole reason they picked Jennifer was because she wasn't that attractive. I'm like, what do you mean? That fucking I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> I just it's like saw, you like, mean slip through my news feed and i'm like i'm sorry you mean like this gorgeous beautiful woman? right this stunning woman you were like we want you to reassess your your views of what beauty standards are and it's like didn't need to reassess yeah. absolutely gorgeous already totally to fine. margot robbie is not hot i'm like what are we looking at the same woman like there's been this whole thing recently where like dudes on Twitter are like, I don't know what everyone sees in Margot Robbie. I'm like, well, she's right there. Right. Uh, mm. This is what mm. people should not be allowed to have opinions on the internet. No. <laughs> Quite frankly, <laughs> throw them in the garbage. Just throw them in the garbage. If a person has an opinion on the internet, it's probably wrong. I'm sorry. Correct. Just if you're rating attractiveness, I'm just gonna say it wrong. Right right i'm sorry yeah if you see any anything less than stunning and hot your opinion's out the window right i'm sorry i don't care you know like what's her name kat dennings yes i do okay everyone's been like controversial opinion i think she's actually hot i'm like yeah she's objectively hot yeah (laughs) 10 of 10 what are you fucking talking about I don't know. People have been like really thinking that they they're like found something unique by being like, yeah, Kat Dennings is actually kind of attractive. Like, yeah, dude. Did you not see Two Broke Girls? I'm Did saying, you not see any of the Thor movies? Did you not I'm see anything saying, the woman's ever been in? <laughs> Come on. Like, did you just discover the internet today? <laughs> right. <laughs> did you emerge from your rock and be like, the internet? Amazing. Who Kat Dennings? <laughs> Dennings? I don't know. <laughs> Who dis? Ah! You attractive. Controversial opinion. <laughs> no, my guy. Not a what controversial opinion baby? at all. Oh, I it absolutely know. is. It has to be, right? Like, you can't be that unawares. I mean, I guess negging is a thing, and maybe that's what they're trying to do. But oh, like, I forget that that's a thing. But it's just Throw like, listen, remove, remove the Cheeto dust from your fingers and then maybe we can have a conversation about attractiveness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Get out of your, your mother's basement and then we can talk. <laughs> See the light of day. <laughs> right. Touch the grass and then realize there are attractive human beings out there and they put them on yeah. screens. That's their job often. Yeah. How wild. I know. I am shocked. You're shocked. <laughs> Bef- who knew that before... The year of our Lord, 2023. Everyone on movies, or in movies, was ugly. I don't know. Brad Pitt just never was in a movie. I don't know what anybody's talking about. <laughs> right, I, like, mm, it was some Angelina other guy. Angelina Jolie? Who's? Never heard of. Never, never heard, heard of. of. So strange. <laughs> but you know, these are the same guys who'd be like, uh, Jada is supposed to be ugly, so uh, maybe we should get Cat Deddings to play her. <laughs> I'm I'm just watching this, you know, for the plot, obviously. Like, right, for the plot. For the plot, you know. Um, losing a couple buttons. Just for the plot. Just for the plot. It's just for the plot, okay? <laughs> okay, so we've done a fan casting of, like, what real humans would think a Jane Eyre movie should be. At some point, 
we should fan cast this as as the hop with Jane Eyre. <laughs> Hold on, I don't have it together. It's okay. But we could get Seth Rogen to play Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen would make such a good uh, Rochester. I just, you know. Yeah, I mean, just like he's got a legitimate talent, you know. Very, he could be a very serious actor. I just, you know, listen to his podcast for the people he interviews. So, <laughs> right, that's it. That's it. I just, I don't agree with any of his opinions. It's just, like, the people he interviews. Like, Andrew Tate was probably one of my favorite. <laughs> oh, God. Spotify bans me. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what happened, man? Wait, I said Seth Rogen, not Joe Rogan. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I even forgot fucking so better. <laughs> can you fucking oh. imagine Joe Rogan playing an English lord? <laughs> Jane Eyre would bring her fucking artwork up there and he'd be like, that's interesting. <laughs> Could you say more about that? Like, how how does this, you know... Is this, like, woke at work? <laughs> Crying. I'm so sorry. It hurts. <laughs> okay, for context, if you don't do the Seth Rogen laugh, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> okay. I understand. If I'm thinking about like dudes that are just the worst, I'm always gonna think about Joe Rogan. I mean, that's a hundred percent valid. That's a hundred percent valid. I just don't see Seth. My, my issue. I have no problem with Seth Rogen. I think he's delightful. He does pottery, and it's great. I just don't see him as pulling off brooding English lord. You know. <laughs> no, he's gonna laugh, and it's gonna ruin the whole thing. Exactly. I love his laugh, though. I don't know what it is. It's it's so distinctly him. You know what I mean? Yes. It's so good. <laughs> Anyway, now that we fan cast Joe Rogan as Mr. Rochester, I'm ready to burn this book. Just throw it out the window. Like, nope, I can't think of it the same way now. I do not condone book burning. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. I'm so glad you're able to carry this conversation because I'm still fine over here. Just okay. take a minute. It'll be fine. Oh, okay. I can breathe again. Good. Good. Okay. Think of Margaret Thatcher. Wait, who's Margaret Thatcher? The terrible Prime Minister of England from the eighties. Oh. She's like Ronald Reagan, but oh. British. Okay. Yeah, really not funny. Just awful. Mm -hmm. Actively awful. Anyway. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, again, I don't know anything about the world. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes it's better that way. Yeah. Except like sometimes people make like fun little pop culture references and then they like laugh and then I'm just like, do I just fake laugh? I usually fake laugh because I'm like, I can't, I can't get in. Like, I'm just meeting you for the first time. I can't explain to you the fact that I don't know anything. See, I think you can. And you make it, you make it a joke. You do the Captain America from the Avengers. When he says, I get that reference. You instead go, I don't get that reference. And then you're making a reference while you're not catching the reference. Yeah. It's like, sometimes it's like supposed to be like cultural too. And I'm like, I feel like a dirtbag. I don't want to be like, hey, you, can you explain this to me? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I, don't, I, I mean, the alternative is to keep a running list in your head and then go to Wikipedia at the end of the yeah, night. Yeah, I've been trying to do that. But then it's like, <laughs> do, at the end, do I like text you and be like, hey, yo, friendo. I got ID. it. <laughs> you could. Like, I thought. This was a hee hee ha ha, and I didn't know it was a sad, 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 sad. So, apologies. <laughs> yeah, but those those sort of misunderstandings are where we grow as people. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get better about that. That's like my little personal goal is to be like understanding the world. Yeah, it's it's never a fault to say that you don't know because that's an opportunity to learn. Yeah, I just I don't want to offend people by being like, "How do you not know?" I'm like, I don't know. Listen, if people respond to you that way, fuck them. This is my cult leader moment for the day. I'm like, listen, be open to new knowledge as it comes to you, man. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Yeah. I love that. For $9.95, you can have the rest of my TED Talk. (laughs) I accept PayPal and all major credit cards. Yeah, subscribe (laughs) to my Patreon. You'll get access to exclusive content. My masterclass is. <laughs> it's really about f- unlocking your inner potential. Parentheses. Control. <laughs> Submission. <laughs> did I just watch the Nexium documentary recently? Yes, I absolutely did. Did you ever watch the ID channel, by the way? No, I haven't had a chance to. Fair, 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 fair. But it is high on my list of things because I want to. Netflix keeps hitting me with more true crime murder shows that I am powerless to resist, even as I know that they are a terrible influence on me. But they're just like, do you want to know about missing persons cases that became murders? And I'm like, yep. boop, (laughs) Put it on. So we find out the the new dude is Mr. Mason and he apparently lives in Jamaica. And I'm like, red flag. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Colonist says what? Yeah. Colonist said whomst? (laughs) <laughs> i kind of forgot that jamaica was a british colony until this moment like i know that like the brits took over pretty much everything but mm-hmm. i forgot just how far it went you know everywhere their little grubby mitts were literally everywhere yeah and if it wasn't them it was the french and if it wasn't the french it was the germans and if it wasn't the germans it was us so Ba-da-da-da-da. in spain oh spain of course yeah i forgot about spain yeah. You know, Spain. Uh, yeah. And Portugal, actually. Oh, I don't yeah. think I knew that. Did you know that in 1495, uh, don't Google this, mm-hmm. I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but there is a treaty in 1495 or thereabouts, the Treaty of Tordesillas, 
where the Portuguese and the Spanish monarchs went to the Pope and were like, hey, Pope, we've got overseas colonies. Who gets what? And the Pope was like, Portugal, you get this half and Spain, you get this other half. Literally, there was there's a line mm-hmm. that they drew and are like, Spain gets everything east of that line. Portugal gets everything west of that line. And that's why Brazil exists. Oh, because the line, mm-hmm. the like very tip of Brazil, that's the furthest east part out mm-hmm. was technically on the Portuguese side. Mm-hmm. And so the Portuguese were like, <laughs> we get to colonize there. And Spain was like, the fuck you do? And they were like, the treaty. It's ours. So that is why Brazil exists, because the furthest out part of Brazil in the Atlantic, technically on the Portuguese side of the entire globe. What the side on, like, how it works when you have a globe Mm -hmm. is unclear, but it was mostly just, like, they didn't care that much about the other parts. Mm -hmm. Spain wasn't in India, really or the, you know, Indonesia. Uh, Spain was mostly just like, we would like no one else in the Americas, please and thank you. And the Pope was like, cool, but of course, fucked it up. Insane. Thank you for letting me do that little rant. Yeah. Like, it makes me think about it. Like, what was the language in Mexico prior to Spain being like, ayo? I mean, it was a... There are language families, but what uh, the language spoken by the the Aztecs was the predominant one because of because yeah. they had client states that required communication. So they I think they had mutually intelligible similar languages, like common ish. Yeah, um, oh. but it's related to the it, it's related to indigenous American language from the plains because that's actually where the Aztecs are believed to have migrated from. Hmm at one point i didn't know any of that i i don't i I honestly i didn't know where the aztecs were mexico city do not know that yep i just keep seeing like you know the buildings i didn't Mm -hmm. know i didn't know where they came from mexico if you want to visit there are a couple couple different sites you can go to wild Mm -hmm. yeah again (laughs) There's another thing about history I just missed out on. So, uh, his history was my major, and I specifically studied uh, the early modern and colonialism, like early pre 1700s colonialism and religion. So, if I was a vampire, one of my things I would do would be like medieval history, just for funsies. My partner is a cru- a, cru- a literal crusades historian. She, that is what she teaches, and what her dissertation and PhD is in. That's so cool. I agree. She's the coolest person I know. When I, if I ever become a vampire, I will approach both of you and be like, do you want to vampire and also give me knowledge? I mean, immediately, yes. And then, yes. (laughs) See, this is the thing. People are like, I don't know, man, when you're a vampire, like, everybody you know dies. It's like, yeah, I'm a human being. Everyone Mm -hmm. I know dies. I'm saying. that, That doesn't change. But it does give me the chance to make new friends. And it's all like, you know, you cherish the friendships you have when you have them rather than just being like, oh, they will inevitably die. Guess what, my dude? We all inevitably die. So I would absolutely take the opportunity to just be able to wander around this earth until the sun claims me. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. Your vampire sounds pretty great. Correct. Immortal, you become super hot. <laughs> need I go on? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have a third point, but I don't feel like I need one. I don't think you do either. Listen, Man. drinking blood, problematic, but like, hey. Blood banks vamp- exist. They exist, and Vampire the Masquerade has taught me that, you know, we can go into this in an open and consensual way. You know? We don't have to be monsters. There's a workaround for everything. <laughs> Always a loophole. That's me, finding the loophole. I'm saying, people are into some freaky things. Correct. I just don't, I don't foresee this being a problem. I, I see no downsides. The number of downsides is literally zero. Zero. The sun? Awful. Terrible. It burns. It burns me, a human being. Mm-hmm. Why would There's I- There's no I melon mean, in here. I just, I die. Right. As soon as I go outside. I could, I, if, if a vampire Alex really wants the sun, there are sun lamps I can get. Just put it on my little vampire desk. Yeah. My body's not going to be processing for vitamin D because I'll be dead. So mm-hmm. it's really just psychological. You can just put the little lamp there. You're good to go. I'm chilling. Maybe me and all my little vampire friends, we all live on a cul-de-sac together. You know? Perhaps a house on in Staten Island. We can have multiple vacation homes. Yes. We can all build our wealth because we'll have we'll be like, you know what? This lifetime I'm really just getting into cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just I think I'll hit you up. How is your schedule in like fifty years? Do you have any plans yet? No. Great. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll have push. been looking I have been looking into NFTs. Uh <laughs> you know. I'm giving that twenty five years and seeing what happens. I'll hit you back up, you know, let's give it like i don't know let's do like a hundred years from now we'll all go to barbados we'll have like a little reunion um just make sure every 10 years or so to check in we'll all check in everyone will right. send their new phone numbers just a quick check-in yeah doesn't need to be big make sure to update the excel spreadsheet of your new alias right okay? we want to be i want to be sending birthday cards to the right place with the right person yeah i can't listen listen i can't keep sending my birthday cards i keep sending them to your new york apartment and i keep getting a return from someone named willow i don't are you willow is your new name willow i need to know like it's fine i'm okay with it however you just need to let me know here's the loop put me in it yeah that's it that's it you know i know we've been friends for like a thousand years but like listen you have to like let me know who, am I going to drinks with you or am I going to drinks with a willow? These are just important conversations for us to have. It's basic common decency, my friend. Yeah. Listen, we we, we sacked it. Constantinople together. The least you could do is is give me your new address. Yeah. I, just, I feel like it's not that hard. I shared this Excel spreadsheet in Google Sheets to all of you. I was going to say, uh, this is not an Excel spreadsheet. This is a Google Doc. You need to get out of the 90s, my friend. You're right. I I keep doing this, you know. It's really, it's just my age showing at this point. I get it. Yeah. We all find decades to stick in. 
I know, I know that the new thing is, you know, the plasma cannon, Facebook, Instagram. I just, again, I can't do another social media. I really can't. I, I got really into, I got really into, I'm trying to come up with a fake social media really quick. I got really into, um, network screening and I don't, I don't know if I can go into a new one. They yanked it out from under me and I'm not ready to be hurt again. I was a Tumblr girly and I just, I don't think I'm ready to move on. This is the vampire content we need. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, listen, if you ever have a little TTRPG where you just want a vampire that's going to talk a whole lot about nothing, let me know. Because I will age myself. In this little vampire body, and it'll be my favorite thing. All I want to do is monologue. Let me do it. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> if you just want someone to come in for an episode and monologue, let me know. We need one vampire monologue. Can you yeah. do it? I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here monologuing. Don't yeah. even worry about it. <laughs> I've already started. Welcome to my manor house. You'll recognize this. From the Great Crusades. Yes. Yes, I was there. Of course I was there. I'm a vampire. We're all at all the histor- historical events. Who do you think gave the Crusaders the Crusade? Me. You did that. I, I did that. Don't ask me what the Crusade was. You're asking too many questions. I <laughs> Who did dumped too. all the tea in the harbor? I did. <laughs> I you did. know why? I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Turned into a whole thing. It was Lipton. We all know it. We know it. It's true. What else would it have been? Black tea? Are you kidding? Absolutely not. That's a gold mine. How dare you? How dare you? Lipton is the thing we give the peasants, okay? And the fish. Mm -hmm. And the fish, obviously. They did crave it. Listen, have you looked in that harbor? The water was already gross. I'm surprised they even noticed I put the tea in there, okay? It's disgusting in there. It's, so. it's Boston. It's nasty. Deal with it. Yeah. All that me. I did okay. that. <laughs> Listen, your audition has been approved. I will see yeah, where we can amazing. fit you in. Amazing. I just, I like to monologue. It's, it's great for a podcast host, you know. Indeed. It is a very good podcast host skill. <laughs> it's also a good DM skill. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Just a little... A little hee-hees and a little ha-has. I did DM one game and that was a lot of fun. Did I tell you I did Honey Heist? You did, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that is a game I have not myself played, but it is very high on my list. I had no prep. There was no plan going into it. It was great. I I made all of my little players meet at a bar as bears. So I was like, what better scenario? <laughs> Controversial opinion. Prep is for cowards facts you heard it here first folks who needs literally prep? never prepped a game in my life that's a lie <laughs> i like that you went a uh, full uh romance author moment there with your girl voice <laughs> i'm i'm dying rachel i'm dying <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm dying we have to get through this chapter and then you can escape into the cold air in your one bedroom. <laughs> okay. 
So apparently a random lady rolls up to tell everyone their fortunes. And Jane's like, hmm. And everyone else is like, oh my gosh, let's do it. Like, absolutely. And Miss Ingram's like, yeah, one hundo. Let's do it, girl. And all the men are like, should we, like, vet this person at all? Um, Except you know that they're all tarot bitches. Yeah. Okay, like, I also... The dudes? Mm, no, they're super into this. Uh, even even though they act like they're not. I now noticed, uh, just going back through my notes, that uh, blackface happened. Because I wrote down yep. that they know that she's a real sorceress because she's black and old. Yep. And I, I did not put that together because I did this in order and I'm just now reading back through it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yep. Although yep. I think we don't we don't have to address that until the next chapter. Yeah. Which is to say the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh so sorry. God. One day. One day we'll get through more than one chapter. It'll happen. It will. I promise. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, listen, our, our first episodes, we got through like two or three chapters at a time. Yeah, we were on a roll. Like, remember when I thought we'd be able to do like five to six? Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> Hubris. Yeah. <laughs> I was really just, like, <laughs> I don't know what I was To on. be fair, we hadn't really interacted, so you weren't to know. Yeah, because sometimes I have guests on and we don't like talk that much. It's just like actually actively just going through the episode, like the book. Which is fine, but also I'd like this a lot too, so. Uh, listeners, I'm sorry, you're going to have to tolerate me for a bit longer. It's funny. It's We're here for the funny hee-hees and the ha-has. No the one's here to read the book. Okay. okay. I mean, I was here to read the book, and I okay. still am, but also. We're using you know. the book as like a fun jumping off point, okay? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a like medi- it's a meditative focus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If people wanted just the book, they would just listen to the audiobook. Good point. Yeah, so. Um, apparently, this person is going to tell them their fortunes individually, which is not sus at all. Um, no. And also, the fortune teller only wants the young and the single. Again, totally not sus, even remotely. No, it's very much like I'm picturing the whole room and all of the party guests are standing there and it's like i would like only the single people and then like mrs ingram gets grayed out and then it's like and the young people and all like it's just in like and that person needs to be five foot two or less (laughs) it's just like we're very narrowing down our options of who is going to go into that room until we've got like three people and who would have guessed one of them is jane crazy shocking i just want to know how much he must have put on oh i guess that's the next chapter i spoilers yeah (laughs) i just want to know exactly how this occurred but we'll have to talk about it more in the next chapter but yeah i have thoughts about i have thoughts about this chapter because it is peak peak dumpster fire for me oh yeah it's something that they should never replicate in a movie absolutely not you can leave this scene out. It's you're not missing anything. No, no one's I mean, gonna be mad. It's very evocative of what his character is, but we get that elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So Blanche is like, I'm going first, obviously, because she's it girl. So she has to. She comes back and looks so mad. Everyone's like, oh, girl, what she happened? Angie. Oh, yeah. Um, She says that, like, none of it's true. Mr. Eshton should uh, put this person in the stocks in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, okay, good luck with that. And then after Blanche goes, three of the girls go together after. And they're like, oh, that's a real deal. For sure, for sure. For sure. One hondo. And then Sam, the servant, comes in and is like, there's one woman left to see. Jane, they want to see you. And Jane's like, me? And she's like, absolutely pumped. (laughs) She's like, okay. She's like, okay. Yeah, let's go. And I'm like, Jane, no. Stop. Sweet child. Sweetie, no. Oh, well. Uh, but she does. But she does. Yeah. But that's a different chapter. That's a different chapter. And we're going to have to cover that next week. Yep. Time has gotten do... away from us, as uh-huh. usual. It happens. It's fine. Yeah. It, welcome to the Bailey Bookish Podcast. Mm-hmm. Where we kind of talk about the book. Yeah. You know, in a sort of way. Yeah. You get there. You get the plot. You know what's going on. I know Listen, what's going we... on. We've done 18 chapters. That's over half the book. Yeah, we're doing great. I'm still thinking about the people that on TikTok that are like, let me know when you finish it. I'm like, you're going to wait. It's going to be a minute. Build that anticipation. Yeah. I'm wondering what's going to happen. You're wondering what I'm going to react to what's happening. There's a lot of anticipation for it. Mm -hmm. uh, I do hope that when we get to the big reveal that I get messages and we don't have to yeah i want to i want to experience it in real time okay i might send you a video we'll see we'll see how much i have to say if i have to say a lot i'll send you like a voice message or a video of some form excellent um i'll let you know before i send it i'll give you context if i'm screaming depending (laughs) on what's happening okay Um, 90% sometimes I throw my phone down and then I like scream into the distance so at least it's Mm. not directly into your ear holes. That's kind of you. I appreciate that. So I'll let you know before I send it uh, context if there. so make sure you read the message above. Right. Okay. Don't just hit play. Yeah. yeah. In case. Um, Headphone warning all the time I speak. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Got it. But that is all we have for this episode. Alex, where can the people of the internet find you and all the things you do? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I refuse it to call refuse to call it the other thing. You can find me on Twitter at Mightiest Finn. You can find me on Blue Sky at Mighty Finn. Uh, I snagged that one. Uh, I probably should have done Mightiest Finn for brand purposes, but I don't really care. Uh, I play games on the internet and I write games. We've got a Kickstarter that's, uh, if you look up backwards TTRPG, you can follow our pre-launch page. We've got two new projects coming out in our American post-apocalyptic Gothic horror game series. Um, We've got a New England game and a sort of Caribbean, Florida, Gulf States game coming out or for Kickstarter. Otherwise, 
all of the games I play are on my socials. Um, there are too many to count because I am unkind to myself and my time. So uh, as they happen, you will find out. Uh, and that would be the best way to find me. And we'll see you here next week. Bye. Bye.